Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. Guys like Gretzky and, and Crosby are like these weird, like autistic sort of hockey autism things. Let's talk Devils and Islanders. Let's talk Penguins and Rangers. But let's not talk about Flyers because they're a bunch of fucks, which no one can deny, which no one can deny. All right, don't try it till you had it. This is episode 73 of the Friends and Rivals podcast. I am one of your hosts, Tom Harkness. With me each week are... Even woes to it. Whoa, whoa. Hey, Jackie, this is Bill Fougere. Oh, no. Hey, it's Nick, back from COVID. Back from a near-death hey. experience. Uh, Nick, it's great. Good to have you back, pal. Thanks, guys. Hope you miss me much. Uh, much. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's it's a relative term. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> we did. Shit, I wanted to bring something up immediately when we started, but now I can't for the life of me think of what the hell it was. Jacob Troop is a dirty, dirty player. No, that's not it. Oh, Make some notes or something, buddy. That's it. I want to say hello to everybody listening in the United Arab Emirates. Yeah, for the Friends and Rivals podcast, we say, what's up? Did we say what's up? Bienvenue and welcome. I mean, they're not German. Is that, no? Oh, no. We are red hot in the UAE. Uh, How are those those islands coming out there? If anybody wants to sponsor us and bring us over to do a live episode from over there, I think we'll do it. Really? I don't know. Would you go to Dubai? All expenses paid? Absolutely. Uh, I've been to Africa already. I mean, that, that's but it's the same, right? No. Uh, not really. No? All right. Are we welcome really over there. there? Are we okay over there? Yeah. I feel like we are. Yeah? This guy, right. you know, can't do stupid things. You get three in jail for a lot. Don't do stupid things. Yeah, that's why I don't think I should go. <laughs> yeah, you're talking. To I think if you do stupid things here, they throw you in jail too. Uh, you gotta do a, a lot more stupid things here to get thrown in jail. That is a good point. You can really get away with a lot of stupid shit here. Yeah. Uh, but but first and foremost, we want to take a uh, a minute to uh, have a moment of silence for everybody who uh, who perished in today's tragedy down in Texas. Our our hearts, our thoughts, and our prayers are are with the families of the victims tonight. Very unfortunate things like that still happen. Um, let's uh, let's try and uh, entertain people tonight and uh, take a ride in the metro. Sponsored by Nestle Quick. Hello, boys and girls. Do you hate the taste of regular milk and need energy? Try Nestle Quick. One sip and you can feel the energy in your muscles. Nestle Quick, now available in chocolate and strawberry. They say the real men drink pink. Then I'm a real man for sure. But if you like the brown, I still love you for who you are. Because it's time for acceptance. 
of everyone our preference we're all quick on the inside anyway Nestle quick it does the trick Don't give them any life. That's one. In in the third period is not to give the Canes any life. Just keep their foot on their fucking throats. Keep your foot on their throats. It's over. Carolina's not going to score three goals the rest of the series, never mind today's game. Now, Billy, you, you, that is, that is quite a statement coming from you as, as I, I take your, your predictions as gospel in these playoffs. So you're saying that the Kings are not going to score three more goals after this one for the rest of the series? Uh, yeah, I think that's accurate because I think the series is going to be over in six games. I, they, they got their heads in the sand. They're like, they got no balls. They just, they just remind me so much of Florida. It is a team that's got like no balls, no no com- compunction for the playoffs. They're Com- they're just not. Who, they're just not a team that could step it up. And, he, and he's right. Who are you afraid of on this team? I mean, nobody. Not, there you there, go. There, there, there's not anybody on this team that I wouldn't fight personally if I was in a hockey game. Not one person. No. The only person that I was kind of fearful of um, throwing a, a dirty hit would have been Sveshnikov. But he hasn't really done anything in this yeah. series. He's big. He could throw some some yeah, weight around. Right. And for, for a scorer, you know. <clears throat> Unless you're Ovechkin, you don't typically play that style, but he he likes to throw his body around a little bit, and he really Canes hasn't done that. But you're right. There's nobody on the Canes that I would be afraid that of. That you're well, afraid of, no. I mean, I was afraid of Ronta before this game, but uh, I don't know. He seems to not be very good on the road. So it's uh, game four of the Rangers-Hurricanes first round. It is uh, midway through the third period. Rangers are up 3-1. And uh, I will be fairly distracted uh, for the, at least the remaining of this game. But let's go through the first uh, couple of games between the uh, Rangers and Hurricanes because it's the first time we're going to be talking about this series on this podcast where games have actually been played. So Carolina seems like they're a completely different team to me at home than on the road. Is it just matchups with them? Is that is that it? They can put Jordan Stahl out on your your team's number one line and you have to depend on the other three lines to score? Is that is that it? It's that's your game plan? It's the only it's the only possible reason. Right, but you it, know it doesn't it doesn't hurt that Ronta has what like a, an under one goals against average. As a professional team, you shouldn't have to rely on your crowd that much for energy, right? That that's relying a lot, but that last change can't mean that much. I mean, Jordan Stahl's a great player, but I mean, your 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 the entire complexion of your team has changed when you play at home. It is unreal. Yeah. Not that they're it's playing a, a bad road game because they they haven't in in the past two games. No, it's a really tough place to play. And uh, they uh, they really feed off the energy that's the the crowd there for sure. Like it's a big time difference. Um, the Isles had a very similar kind of thing to that uh, few you know last couple of years where they they played really really well at home and like just dog shit on the road. And yeah, just, but you you got to learn happens. how to bring it when you're not at home. I mean that's just 
Because as a playoff team, if you do not win road games, you're going to have a really hard time advancing. Hard-hitting analysis coming your way. (laughs) Well, I mean, look. You can't win road games. You're not going to win. You're not going to win many series, you know, and this looks like to be a mirror image of what the Canes and the Bruins had in, in the first round. Yeah. All, all home team, all home teams. But just in the results you're talking about, like you're talking about game one, went to Carolina game two, went to Carolina, you know, and then they hit the road and then they lost. I mean, that I think the games themselves look a little different because I just don't, I don't see any sign of, any offense in Carolina, they just they they've just shut down in the series. I mean, even in the games they won, they were barely doing anything. Well, yeah, I mean, look, like in game one, the Rangers led one nothing throughout most of that game, and you know, if if Kako hits an empty net, the Rangers probably win that game and and steal a game in Carolina. That's a nice save by Ranta. Um, but. They don't. Aho scores under three minutes to go, and then a, a, a horrible deflection off of Ryan Lindgren in overtime spells the Rangers' defeat as they they faulted her. I, th- I, thought, it I thought it was a beautiful well, tipping. I thought it was a beautiful. Well, yeah, well I mean, executed. If, if he was actually looking to do that, yeah. it was sensational. But the Rangers went into this defensive mode that we didn't see against the Penguins at all uh, in any game. Is it were, were the Penguins just more seasoned and more of a playoff caliber team than Carolina? It or did seems the Rangers like they just, might have been. Be or did the Rangers just feel that? I'm, so, I'm sorry, Bill. I, I didn't mean to step on you. That's all right. You go. No, no, go ahead. I said, oh, Jesus, somebody say me. something. Well, now <laughs> oh, you yeah. stepped on him. Jesus Christ, could you shut up? It's been 73 episodes. You think we'd had this figured out already? Offensively was was never the the Penguins' problem, so that's it. Yeah, it seems like you know what, there was a little bit more for the Rangers to deal with, a little bit more for them to respond to, and yeah, definitely the Penguins were a seasoned offensive team now. They had their other issues as we figured out, but uh, yeah, offensively they were going to shut for sure. Or the Rangers just gave them too much credit. You know, sometimes when you're playing a team like that, you give them you you overestimate what they're going to do. You're talking about Carolina, or are you talking about Pittsburgh? No, I'm talking about Pittsburgh. Okay. Well, I I don't think the Rangers gave the Penguins too much. I don't think the Rangers respected the Penguins enough to to go into this kind of defensive shell and try to try to hold them down. But, um, you know, you've I, I felt the Rangers had to steal one in Carolina, and in Game One, to me, they, that was probably their best chance to do it they just they just couldn't score on ranta after that that early goal by heedle in the uh, in the first period and he you know heedle had opportunities there was a plenty of, of rangers who had opportunities in that game mostly the bottom six guys um but you know same thing in game two game two i mean was basically a one nothing game you know carolina hits an empty net the rangers really couldn't do anything on the power play carolina seemed like they were buzzing and really pinned the rangers in in every instance uh, that they could. And, you know, Brendan Smith scores, scores a shorthanded goal in the second period. And really that's it. Um, that was, that's, that was basically the offense, you know, besides the Sebastian Ajo empty netter in the, uh, in the third period with what, like two seconds left to go. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> Sorry. Four one Rangers. Um, so um, 
you know, you go into, into game three and that's where you see the, the, the hurricanes not get the matchups that they want. Rangers capitalize on a power play opportunity. Uh, and, uh, you know, you get a, uh, a goal by, by Kreider in the second period, kind of give you a little breathing room. Then Niederreier, Niederreier scores on this backhand that really Shesterkin really stops 99 out of 100 times, or maybe 95 out of 100, because in the backhand, you never really know where the puck is going to go. But there's a couple of glaring things in this series from the Rangers' perspective. One, they can't win face off to save them, their lives. And we've seen that all year. And that seems to be everything that ESPN talks about is how <laughs> shitty the Rangers are on faceoffs. We know how shitty they are, ESPN, on faceoffs. It, it seems like they harp on it at every chance that they get. Um, Artemi Panarin, besides that game seven OT game winning goal, I mean, that was a huge goal, but he has really done very little outside of that. And Ryan Strom has become absolutely invisible and somebody that we do not want touching the puck at all ever in the playoffs he really for whatever reason he has really stopped producing playing making good decisions doing anything right in the playoffs and that has got to change and it's got to change in a hurry Uh, and then we are in game four tonight and the Rangers look with about eight minutes left to go in the third period four one. It looks as though we're going to go back to Carolina tied at two. And now it's a best of three with, uh, with Carolina having two home games and look, you got to, you have to win one of the games in, in Carolina. Now, if you want to win this series, and I think the Rangers might have the momentum going into game five, if they can hold think? on to win this, win this game. You think they might have the momentum going into game five. Yeah, because when Carolina plays at home, they're a completely fucking different team than what they do on the road. Completely different. And I'm very interested to see. They absolutely have the momentum. I I want to see how that game's going to be played out against. I I just saw Nature shoot the puck into the corner. Like, what the hell is he doing? Um. But actually, calling in on the hotline, no, is our no favorite. No, no, no. Carolina no. Hurricanes correspondent, <laughs> Randy Travis the Turd. Yeah. Randy? Hey, hey, uh, hear me? Uh, is, is that like the thing that they play in Australia? What is that? Hello. Is, is that Michael Winslow? Y'all hear me? <laughs> It's, it's just, it sounded a little bit like uh, you know, Lughorn, Foghorn going on over here. Yeah. Wish How it was a doing? fucking hurricane destroying your house. What was uh, that? Oh. What you were trying to do was were you trying to do a wind? No, it was just more. What are you talking about? Trying to do what? I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> oh, so sorry. I wasn't creating static. <laughs> that was static. No. You were trying to create static, static on his CV. Don't you know? Everybody's a fucking really critic. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, Sorry, not, Randy. Go ahead. You can it. talk. I mean, Christ, nice you on your own you impression voice, segment dude. next week? Nice to hear you. Nice to hear you too, Randy. Welcome to the program. What else can you impersonate? This is good. We might... uh, here, here's my impression of Tom. Oh my God, these announcers, they hate the Rangers. What the hell? Ray Ferraro fucking hates the Rangers. 
Did he play uh, for the Rangers? Yes, he did. He did play with the Rangers. Well, well that was that was the first time I ever saw this. Watch Zabinajad. Well, wait for the replay and watch Zabinajad go to the bench and have to get his own stick. Did he drop it? No, no. Something happened, and like the the equipment guy wasn't prepared, so he actually jumped onto the bench, went to the sticks, grabbed his stick. Watch. Oh, he lost it. Yeah. You know, they should, okay, should, nobody uh, wants to give me a stick. I'll just uh, I'll go get my own. Thank you, and I'm back on the ice. And watch, he gets a and he gets a breakaway. <laughs> Almost. Almost. Right, so, sorry, Randy. Sorry, Randy. Ice is slippery. Randy, oh, Randy, you? I'm sorry. This... Welcome to yes, Randy. Welcome to the program. Well, it feels so nice to be wanted on this show. I really appreciate it. Thank you all. I'm trying uh, to me... turn a new leaf. I'm going to be nice to Randy this week. Oh, I geez. thought you were always nice to me, Stephen. Didn't realize you weren't being nice. Okay. Then you really are a fucking idiot. Well, there he what? is. I knew he was there. No, I, I, didn't, I didn't mean that. That lasted so long. <laughs> I, didn't, I apologize. <laughs> well, anyway, I wanted to talk a little bit about the, the series we have going on here with the Rangers and the Carolina Hurricanes. Thomas, I'm not sure how you feel about the series, but it feels very much a very close series outside of this game we're watching tonight. Every game seemed to be a a one-goal game, and it's been very interesting to watch. But my goodness, these it's very much uh, difficult to uh, to watch this, these games without getting my heart beating out of my chest. Very, very exciting games. Really, really enjoying the series. Uh, Randy, do you know what the score of Game Three was? I do. It, it, was, it was three, to, three one. to one, right? Yeah, not a one-goal game, just it, so you it, know. It, it was, it do you was know gold. what the score of game Empty two was? Goals. It, it was? Empty net goals don't make it. Do you know what the, you know what the score of game two was? was a Thank you. Hockey game. Two Thank to you, nothing. Thank you, fellas, for enlightening Stephen to what an empty net goal is. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The score is the score. Very, very official, Stephen, just like the referees. I appreciate that. All right. So I think I think it's been a very good series so far. Obviously, Carolina's having a much harder time winning on the road, much like in the Bruins uh, series. I don't think they're going to lose at home if they continue to play that way. However, that's a problem if they go on to the next the next uh, they continue to play because they're going to eventually not be the home uh, have a home ice the whole way through. So that's going to be. A bit difficult. At this point, though, it wouldn't be till the Stanley Cup final. Randy, could it be the home cooking? I mean, it's not not uh, potentially. I don't know. There's just no good barbecue joints in New York City, I guess. It's really more of the the sweet tea, I think, than anything else. Uh, Of course, it's it's the sweet tea. Fucking sweet tea. tea. (laughs) Really, it's all the time when they're traveling to the Northeast that they keep losing those road games. Put, why don't you put some in a fucking cooler and bring it with you then, stupid? Well, I can't say what the team's doing, but I can't say potentially the Rangers are drinking the wrong things when they come down to, to rally. I, I really can't say. But Oh, you think man. they're being kind of poisoned when they're on the road? I think they're, they're not. A good strategy. Really That's a good strategy. Well, I, hey, listen, I think the Rangers have played two really good road games down in Raleigh. They've just been just... 
they haven't scored, you know, as many goals as they did in the in the garden. Um, and that I really thought you were going to say as they gave up, and then I was going to say just more hard hitting analysis. Right. Well, listen, it started with you last week, so you know, I think now hopefully this kind of opens the floodgates for them a little bit and stay stay in that defensive shell a little bit and uh, score more on the power play. Well, I I think the the bet the key to this would be keeping the, the Carolina Hurricanes got to stay off the power play because they can't score on power play. Can, they got to play. Can they decline the penalty? That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping we just stay five on five, or we just continue to go on the shorthanded side of the ice because that way they'll be able to actually score goals because we have the number one uh, penalty kill in the league, and honestly. It's more dangerous than our power play, if we're being really honest with ourselves. So, hey, listen, game two, you, you scored a shorthanded goal for that one nothing win. Exactly. Just, you know, that was just about as intelligent as anything Randy said to, to, to this point. So, wow, now, Randy, you were to be nice to Randy last week. Oh, I, I, was, was, I forgot I was, was trying so to be good. nice to him. I'm sorry. I yeah, apologize, you did say that. Yeah, I'm sorry. He'd be nice because he wasn't saying anything. I'm, I'm sorry, Randy. I apologize. <laughs> I didn't take too much offense. Good, your, good, your, good. Your responses are kind of limited to the well, same Rand, routine. Randy, I got to so. ask you a question, a serious question here. So uh, there's about two minutes left in the third period. Do you think that the Hurricanes are going to do any shenanigans in this game like they try to do in game three? I think you have to watch for Mr. Tony D'Angelo. He may, he may take, try to take out Ryan Reeves, they don't seem to like each other very much. I would like Randy. I would. I would not, nothing. I would love nothing more than to see that. That would, that would be that would, amazing. That would be worth the price of admission, right that there. Would, that would. That would be. Reeves awesome. would do the oh my god! He. Would, I, I think Reeves could throw him into the crowd, like over the netting too. Would be awesome. That would be amazing. I mean, it's it's possible. I've seen a, a hog thrown. By a, a large human swing him around like a helicopter, just launched him 25 feet. Was oh poor hog. Was he well, okay? he was dead already. It didn't really oh. matter either way. Was that like midget yeah. bowling? Did you was it was he a small, was he a little person? He wasn't a little person, it was a full hog. Oh, it was, a, oh it, was, it was a hog. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you say that. Of course it was a fucking hog. That day, I learned pace could fly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. You make it I, really fucking hard, Randy, to I be mean, nice to you. You really do. He's giving you a boner? Oh, you meant – okay, never mind. Hey, Randy, hey, uh, well, can, we, can we count on you to uh, to come back next week so we can to close leave. out the series? Bye, Randy. Thank, hey, thanks for stopping by. Certainly I appreciate can. it. Certainly can. Thank you. Good insider, as always. Don't choke on those sweet tea. I won't. Good. Well, Randy, thanks for thanks I'll for coming for on you. to talk a little bit of of, of Canes with us. I uh, I'll be praying for you. And segment uh, was too long. Talking to you next week, buddy. Way too long. All righty. Have a nice one. You too. Bye, Randy. Best. Oh, I love Randy. Randy. Randy's the best. Randy's uh, we, I wish he'd I mean, be a permanent character. No, no, he is oh, not. No, no, that would be swell. Then I'm off. Then I'm done. Okay, so we have the podcast. Do we have to make that a vote? Go ahead, bring that up to the marketing department. Well, listen, 
<laughs> Listen, we, we're, we're still covering Metro teams. I mean, good. No, oh, good. you want it that way. You got it that way. <laughs> oh, Steven. Go angry. Angry elf. <laughs> hey, Nick's right. back. Oh, Johnny. Uh, Hockey. Yeah. Johnny hockey up next. Reeves and Domi. Little, 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 little pushing and shoving. I didn't get there yet. God damn it. You can't go pushing and shoving. Oh, Oh, Domi with a couple little shots to the oh, nice. Wait, now. Oh, oh. <laughs> Come on, I think fuck, let's go. 30 seconds. You just gotta wait 30 <laughs> seconds. Wait, does it happen at the buzzer? Yes. Oh, oh, oh. He tried to go into him a little bit. I saw that. <laughs> that was hilarious. Does Domi does does Max Domi think he's his father? Max Domi's gonna oh. wait till game seven and then he's gonna score a hat trick. That's what he does. Good fight. No way. Ooh. Well, he's just sitting now. He's just sitting there taking punches. Yeah, but he gets he gets a couple good shots. Ready? Just gonna give him a little. I I, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, now there's there's Ian Cole fighting. Is that Miller? <laughs> he's got him in a headlock, dude. Let him breathe. What are you doing? No, fucking choke him out. Yeah, Reeves and uh, I was hoping somebody there. would be rattling uh, Truba's head around. Didn't he beat you up already? Go away. All right. Well, that that was. It was uneventful. Where where are these dummy I mean... shots? I didn't see any dummy do anything. Eh, it's more like you just like just it. like Except poked his face. Bitch. It's coming up. <laughs> you just poked him in the face of the No, little. he's already they're already split up. He's already heading to the No, locker. watch the replay. I mean he, he like yeah. He did yeah. those. That, I, mean, I thought it was more that, oh look, and now it? they're copying the canes. Um yeah. yeah, that was it. Okay, that that copying the canes, the whole surge the the surge thing. No, they've been doing that for a not, long time. Not to be the old hoo hoo They're copying us. But the Rangers started that after the lockout. Hey, they've been so, doing it a long time. I mean, they've been doing it since since that since they had the lockout of what was that? 04? That first year with Casparitis and Yager. That was the, one of the. In fact, that was Casparitis's thing. So, yep. I'm sorry, the Rangers didn't copy this from you, Carolina. No, Remember how much Devils hated it when they would do that too. Way back in the day. Mm. There's Devil fans? Devil's fans. Really? I would circle up. Uh, <laughs> really douchebag. <laughs> well, uh, look, I, you know what? So I, mean. I, so mean to Randy. Then you, then you don't like it when we get back to you. All right. <laughs> Mr. Powface. But Randy's a douchebag. <laughs> Have you talked to you before? Yes. I talk to myself all the time. Why can't Nico Heischer play for the Devils like he plays in the Worlds? He did this season. That's how he wow. played for them this season. Wow, he is he is good. He's good, man. He's, he's good. a good a good hockey player. Anyway, let's. That's enough about the Devils. Let's. Yeah, uh, we didn't get a chance. Thirty seconds. There you go, Devils fans. You got it. Thirty seconds. Woo! So, is it Penguins time yet? <laughs> Well, no, we didn't get a chance to, to talk about this last any, week. But we didn't get a chance to talk to any other team besides the Rangers. You're right. No, we talked we talked about the Penguins plenty. That was too much, in fact, we talked <laughs> about the Penguins. Jesus Christ. Uh, Nick, the Islanders get a new, quote-unquote, voice 
for 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 the oh. locker room and for the, the head coaching position. Um, I don't even what's his name? Lane Lambert. That's the guy. And he was the That's assistant the for Barry Trotz. Yep, he was the oh, assistant okay. for Barry Barry Trotz. Uh he was looked at as the uh eventual head coach, which uh he clearly became. Um uh, and a lot of people earmarked him as the guy to take over when Trotz's contract was up, uh, potentially, because he was kind of been grooming him for a while. And, you know, even when uh, Trotz got the news that he was, he was, uh, that Lane got the, the job, he congratulated him and was really excited for him because I think that was kind of the plan over time. Um, but uh, it looks like, you know, obviously we talked about before, Lou decided he needed to make a change. And, um, you know, Lambert was hired a week later. Uh, it was really not a, a long, I think, uh, drawn out process. I think it was kind of known what he wanted to do, um, but Lou being Lou didn't didn't make the didn't make the, uh, the immediate hiring or you know decide. He was like, oh, I'm going to talk to other people, but you know we didn't interview anybody else. We, we interviewed Lane, and probably that was it. Uh, there was some talk that he would be potentially poached this at the end of the season by um, potentially Detroit. Uh, they look for a new coach and hey, it was maybe that they were worried that Lane would get taken away and you know they like him as the eventual replacement for for Trotz. Trotz has had one more year left on his deal anyway. So it wasn't really clear on what was gonna happen there. Plus uh there's some talk that you know Lou and Trotz had some falling out a little bit. So maybe it was the right time to make the move as opposed to waiting it out for a year. Maybe they've just decided you know, we got the guy now. We can always make the move. And Lou obviously doesn't care about, you know, making a, tra- a change like as drastic as he did these other before. Um, even more drastic was, I'd say, than, than, than Trotz being like, oh, now, considering it wasn't like, you know, what, a few weeks before the playoffs or whatever, uh, that the one time he uh, fired the head coach? Was it right before the playoffs? Yeah. Uh, well, I did it twice yeah. he did it right before the playoffs. Yeah. So that's, um, so I mean, that it feels like that's the case. Uh, given that now uh coaching wise like he's not much different he's got they're doing the same style the same system uh the i guess the kind of the thought here amongst all the people that follow the team closely and you know feel that he could be a little looser uh for the younger players and just the offense in general than um than trots trots is known to be a real stickler for the details really tough on guys that just don't play exactly as he wants them to play. Um, and that could be really having an effect with Barzal having a uh, contract year coming up. This is uh, his last year until he's an RFA. And, uh, you know, he's stated he wants to be here, but that's kind of the thing with, you know, every every player that's kind of come up on the end of a contract, they're always like, I want to be here. I want to sign a long-term contract here. But he wants to be happy too. He doesn't want to just, play the same system forever i feel like um you know i, I was reading some some uh comparisons to him and, and goudreau because goudreau is, is breaking out now he's 28 and um he's played the system that's more defensive but at the same time i don't think they're the same kind of player i've, I've watched bars off for quite some time he's really dynamic um he can score he can he can make assists he can take the puck up but he's definitely limited in the offense uh, that we have um, there's, there's no no question there. Um, I think he's got the forwards to make it happen though. So I don't want to be optimistic yet. We'll see how it goes. I'm hoping. So are we gonna, are we going to call him? Start calling him Matty Hockey now. Matty Hockey. That's Matty a good Hockey. Nickname. Is that what we got to do? Matty Hockey. 
All right. Matty Hockey. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Um, I'm hoping that it opens up the offense a little bit. And you guys know that the the we have a glut of forwards that, you know, are paying a lot of money for, and they can score goals in a lot of different, you know, um, in multiple lines. But uh, it hasn't really been the priority the last couple of years because of, well, four years since Trotz got here. So, um, we'll see. I think it's uh, – I'm liking the fact that, you know, the system won't change too much, but I'm hoping it'll give the guys a little bit more time to He has no gel. head coaching experience, right? Lane, Lane Meyer. <sighs> Lane Meyer, Lane Lambert. Uh, I don't think so. I think... Never, ever <clears throat> going to call him Lane Lambert, Nick. Get that no, out of your head no, it's, right yeah. now. <laughs> it is, uh, his, his name is going to be Lane Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> Truly a spectacular feat. <clears throat> um. Let's see. I don't. I guess he was head coach of in the AHL. He was, he was head coach, yeah, but okay. not in the NHL. This is the first NHL go. So, so yeah, that's the case. Hopefully, he'll help the Malstrom, Barzal, uh, you know, and uh, Bellows all. You know, I, I think the level. Islanders are going to kind of return to form next year, regardless of who is their coach. Um, just yeah. in in a in a with time off now and it's kind of a chance to recharge your batteries. Like, Trot still could have been their coach next season. It wouldn't matter. Yeah, probably wouldn't have mattered. Probably agreed. But it it's probably better for the players that they stay with the same system. They just get a little different um, uh, a voice, like you said, in, in the locker room, and uh, and they take it from there. So good for them. Good for Lane Meyer. Well done. Well, we, another thing we didn't do last week because fuck, Nick, you were you were the center of our podcast. It was like someone yes. ripped the heart out of our podcast last week and just made it completely about the Rangers. I loved it. These Trimmed guys a half hour off the show. Hated it. Um, so what we didn't do last week was our top five list. So we have our top five list here tonight, and this is top five cartoons. Top five cartoons next week. Top five. Uh, what do you, what do you think? You, you think you think an action figure or toys in general? Toys, toys in general. Toys in general. Let's do toys in general. I like that. That's where I was going. Nick, the heart of our show. Since you weren't Wait. here last week, lead us off. Honorable mentions, kid. Hold what? on. No. Hold on. Hold on. Is this, is this is action figures you said? No, no, this is no top, top five cartoon. Oh. Next, week. okay, next. Why? Okay, okay, next. okay. I thought I, I thought I heard it wrong. All right, just making sure. I was like, I'm not prepared. You, um, you heard wrong. You did hear wrong. I did. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, oh, I, <coughs> excuse me. Cartoons. Uh, this is a this is a hard one, man. I'm not gonna lie. There's like a billion cartoons out there. I've watched a lot of cartoons growing up, even today. Well, not today, but in the last twenty years, I've watched plenty of cartoons and so this this is a tough one i had a couple honorable mentions animaniacs mm. honorable mention um and dragon ball z which is an anime you may you guys may or may not have heard of before i don't even know if you guys watch any anime uh i've heard of it yeah did, now nick did you watch porn that was anime too uh it's called no, dragon ball no it's I'm, that's not i'm so sorry what was about, it called? It's called hentai, 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 hentai. It's that's the name of it of Japanese of anime porn. It's uh-huh, not, uh-huh, uh-huh. not uh, 
that's not my my cup of tea, to be honest. Maybe yours, Thomas. Well, I didn't even know the fucking name. That's uh, the sweet so, tea. I mean, I'm just saying. <clears throat> um, but yeah, Dragon Ball Z was an uh, amazing uh, anime that was uh, kind of like brought a lot of mainstream, uh, brought to the mainstream in the U.S. Uh, Definitely, so, yeah. So uh, that's the first one that I, yeah, that's the one I remember. The first brought, one they, I remember hearing about. They brought over it on WB. like a porn. Before that, it was like, what was the, not uh, the, the girl superhero one? Sailor Moon. Yeah, Sailor Moon. That was the one before that, but not as popular of, as Dragon Ball Z by any stretch. I've heard of Dragon Ball Z. I haven't heard of the chick one. Sailor Moon? Uh, yeah, it's like a older one. It's not, it's exactly what you'd expect it from like a, a or like a, what, early 90s yeah. kind of TV show. It wasn't. I don't know. That's, that's that. That was a weird one. But if you watch like Dragon Ball Z, that that was like the, the jumping off point for like people be like, wow, there's a lot of like completely different things for for cartoons that it could be. You know, uh, just such a different men- style and mentality and, and kind of like overarching stories that last forever, hundreds of episodes and just continuous story. So really cool. Really interesting. I, I will go next. My honorable mentions are, uh, I don't have any, because unlike Nick, in the last 30 years, I have not watched many cartoons. Same. So I have no honorable mentions. Ugh. Boring. Yeah, so my honorable mentions are are kind of because I haven't really been watching cartoons for, for quite a lot of years. Uh, my honorable mentions are, are South Park and Family Guy, both cartoons that I definitely enjoy that i find very funny but i can't put them on my my main list because i can't claim to be a fan of them that has watched them religiously so so well uh, i do like i i agree with you bill but i i think and and mine are ones because their mainstays of the cartoons that i watched when i was a kid they were just they were the cartoons man that i watched And, and these newer cartoons as much as i loved them they just don't beat out any of those old ones. And uh, mine are mine's Family Guys and Animaniacs was a good one. And and the most recent one of mine is Big Mouth. Uh, and thanks to Steve for bringing that to my attention because that show made me laugh really fucking hard. Really fucking hard. I, has, has anybody got a season yet? I mean, Steve, I know you've gotten through a season or most of a season. Yeah. Bill, Bill you've only got through one episode. Still, yeah, I, I plan on going back at some point, but like I said, Let, there's not so many cartoons that I go to. But listen, there's Christmas episodes that are coming. There's there's really a lot of good, funny shit that happens uh, in that show. If you get a chance to watch Big Mouth, it, it is uh, it is really great. It's really, really great. So those are my honorable mentions. Number five. Nick? Number five. Bojack Horseman which is uh, a show on Netflix. I did have uh, Bojack as one of the characters on uh, my top five character list a couple weeks ago. Uh, fantastic show. Went to almost, I think the, I don't, I don't think I really watched too much of the last season. Um, I did, but I was like falling asleep during a lot of episodes. So I'm going to have to go back and watch, finish watching that last season, but a uh, fantastic show. Um, I think it's like six seasons, but um it's a dark comedy about depression and and 
and uh, all these like uh, what's it like uh, not al- alcoholism is a big piece of it, but it's really just about you know addiction. Um, and it's really interesting. It sounds terrible, but if you watch it, it's absolutely hilarious. And in, this, this is Bo Jack Horseman. In doing yeah. what little research I did for this week's episode, this show landed in the top three of quite a few lists I came across. Yeah. Yeah. As, it's just yeah. as best animated show ever. I'm done with Big Mouth, so I need another one. So I got. I think BoJack Horseman might be the one. It's really good. It's really good. It's really layered and de- it's a deep show. It's not like, you know, it's 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 kind of pushes the boundaries of what like a cartoon can be. And I think it's a it's a really really good show. Will Arnett is the uh, the voice actor, the main character. So. Big Mouth apparently. I haven't watched it yet. I'll uh, I'll get there eventually. Me and Tara will watch it. Kind of in the middle of Yellowstone right now, so gonna have to get through that before we take on your show. Right. So just because, just, just in case everybody's already sick of hearing about it, my number five is Big Mouth. We can move on to Bill. Oh, that was quick. Well, my number five is uh, I traded away my number five cartoon oh. pick. What? This is the story that I couldn't get into last week. Right? Jesus. Um, but yeah, so I, the synopsis I, is this the one? Uh, yes, I had, I had, I had four cartoons, and and uh, I was uh, every Wednesday going to New Brunswick and do my jury duty. And so every Wednesday at lunchtime, I end up at Old Man Rafferty's at the bar. Um, gosh, not not ordering alcohol. No, I, don't <laughs> I take my civic duty too seriously. But uh, I gave away my number five pick to my bartender because I was trying. I had four, and then and I, and I said to her, "Hey, what was your favorite cartoon?" Yeah, I was going to say what. I was going to say it name? had to be a her, right? I was yeah, going to say what's her name. No you're right. not having this. That's, you're not having this conversation with a guy bartender. Not having. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's. And that was the name of the person that I put in our, our headline last week uh, in, our, in what our show was called. So she, uh, her vote is uh, for Fairly Odd Parents. So I checked out an episode of this. Uh, it was a Nickelodeon show. Um, and, and you know what? It actually, it reminded me of a Nickelodeon version of Big Mouth. Uh, so, you know, like, a, a, of course, a, a family friendly, but that, but that kind of theme where like, there's a, like a little bit of weirdness going on, a little bit of, uh, um, otherworldly elements uh you know voices and things uh and and you know it's a show that i wish i i don't know when it came out actually i didn't research it that much um it's the kind of show that like if if my kid was into it when he was a kid i would have liked having it on because it was like overly childish there's there were themes in there that while it was not adult at all you know there were there were things there for adults that they would find useful. so there's there's my number five okay my number five is very mainstream. Wait, I'm sorry, Tom. Before you go on, Bill, you saying you traded this pick away to the to the bartender? What did you get in return? I I actually used the word traded just to piss you off because I got nothing in return. It was like a trade to Arizona. Fucking Christ. Oh, you, so you <laughs> so you you just sl- shot past it to uh, this to, fucking uh... shit again. Uh, <laughs> Billy cartoons. Oh. I trade no, you know what I traded it for? I I doubled our female listenership because she's gonna <laughs> check it out, and and that, the only other woman that I've ever had any evidence ever had listened to the show was Nick's mom. So uh, <laughs> I have doubled he our female is, demographic. There is no way she's going to listen to this show based on a conversation with you. She should because no it's a real slap shot. She wrote it down. She, all, she all right, listen at friends underscore rivals on Twitter. Follow us. Tweet us, do whatever you need to do. 
I want to hear from you. What's what's her name? Ren. Ren, reach out Ren. to us. Ren and Stimpy. I need to hear from you. Billy was obviously the Stimpy in that fucking conversation. Ren, I'm we sure, need I'm to sure hear from you. I'm sure she doesn't get that enough too, Tom. Good, good <laughs> yeah. call. Oh, I know. All right, my number five is very, very mainstream. Uh, like my number five um, cartoon character. Um, my number five cartoon comes from the show he was from, and that is Transformers. Mm. Number five, huh? Yeah, Transformers to oh. me were just. It was man, what a what a great show! What a great show! And Megatron mm. actually looked like a fucking gun. He was silver, and it was he had that arm piece on him. Ugh, it was great. Absolutely. Number four. Number four might be. We'll see if you, what you guys think about this one. But this is uh, a, a show I grew up watching uh, late night on MTV uh, called Liquid Television. You guys happen to remember or ever seen Liquid Television? I remember it. And I don't think I watched it, but I remember it. It was the. Well, it was a bunch of shorts. It was basically a, uh, a like almost like a variety show of sorts. Now, some of it was not. Some of it was live action. It was parts of it, but most of it was animation. Uh, it was actually the first pl- time Beavis and Butthead were on MTV. It was a short. Um, uh, okay. and that's kind of where the show, where the show kind of originated from. Same with uh, the show Aeon Flux, which uh, if you remember that one at all, it became a movie eventually with um, Charlize Theron. Yeah, Mila. But it was a TV show on, on TV as well. Um, but short from there as well. It started from that. Um, and uh, there was some other wacky shit on there. But it was just such a fun kind of like show. I didn't have any like, it wasn't like amazing. I just remember it really well uh, growing up and having all these like just being excited to watch it um, for some crazy shit. Like the show, like one epic thing was called Dog Boy. It was like a, like a weird, like it was live action, but it was like, this guy dressed up as a dog and he was like a detective and it made no fucking sense and it was just like come on it was like this catchy ass song i'll have to find it for you because it was like hilarious but it was terrible anyway oh. that's my number my number four in in a similar vein to nick's <laughs> my number four uh was a little trippy as well it's the smurfs Ooh. I just remember enjoyed enjoying watching the Smurfs as a little tyke. Everybody had their job and that was what they did. And that was it. You couldn't do anything ever. That wasn't your fucking name. Vanity was hot. You're, you're handy. Don't think of stepping in the fucking kitchen handy. You fix shit. You don't cook shit. So what? Smurfette, what what was her what was her job? She was the woman. She was there to yeah, exactly. She was there to bang all the other Smurfs, make 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 little Smurfs. That was her oh, job. <laughs> wow. Okay, so my number four uh, was this is my only this is my only action uh, like in the spirit of Transformers kind of cartoon that I got on my list. Uh, mine was Mask. Mm. I was so into that show the 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 regular looking cars or motorcycles or helicopters that turned into attack planes or or tanks. It was the motorcycle that turned into the helicopter. Motorcycle turned into a helicopter, and and then the and then the bad guy's helicopter turned into an attack plane. Yeah. Oh man, that was such uh, a great show. Yeah, like very underrated. 
Thanks. Very, very underrated. The Vasilevsky of cartoons. That was not. That was not GoBots. <laughs> that was no GoBots. That was that was a much no, better. Uh, I, I much thought better we were going to get through the segment without somebody saying fucking GoBots. Really? Come on. Oh, gotta God. say, someone's gotta say GoBots. Did anybody? Did anybody else have a, a a fight with their family member or some friend that GoBots were not Transformers and Transformers were were way better? Oh, or vice versa. I think if I ran across anybody that thought that, they would have gotten punched in the fucking face. I distinctly remember having this conversation with my cousin growing up, and he was like, "Gobots are better." I was like, "They're stupid." Transformers are no. the best. And Wait, is was... this the cousin? Is it your cousin who who likes me? <coughs> no, oh, uh, I don't. Fuck I haven't talked. Oh, well, then fuck him. Talked to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like a second cousin. This one, uh, yeah. I don't know how exactly it's related, but he's from Long anyway, Island, was... right? He's from Long Island. He just, he's not even related. He just shows up at parties. Your dad cooks really yeah, well, man. He's really a homeless guy. <laughs> was a kid. My, my number four going more mainstream cartoons, man. G.I. Joe, number four for me. Wow. Wow, you're just going all the classics. All the Go classics. Jo- hey, listen, there's gonna be <laughs> all classics. I know it. I know it. I knew it. You're gonna be classics. I'm a classic right, number kind of guy. Number three, uh, arguably one of the best cartoons ever put together in a in a few seasons, um, Avatar: The Last Airbender. It sounds like really kind of weird. Where the fuck do you watch these cartoons? Because I've never even heard of that cartoon. Avatar was actually originally uh, on Nickelodeon. It was where it was it was it was produced and and aired on there, um, and it was just like a. I would never have watched it, but it got recommended to me and I watched and it was, it's an unbelievably well done show has a perfect arc of like, you know, character development and just super good. Um, one of those shows doesn't have a lot of fill, fillers and some really, really good characters. And um, they, of course, you know, M. Night Shyamalan made a horrendous version of a live action movie of it, um, which should be, should, he should have been shot out in the back. It was a terrible decision for him touch anything uh like that but uh it was a fantastic show three seasons and it was it's uh it has a couple and their spinoff show and they're probably gonna do another one after that and you know but the original one was really really good and it's a great show to watch the kids if you ever you ever wanted to do that could charlie and ben just fell in love with it like after like the first episode and we watched binged all the episodes it was fun so all good right. show i'm actually going to take a step back and uh give you an honorable mention that just came to my mind. I don't know why it just I it escaped my mind until in the just now. Of round? So honorable mention Tom and Jerry. Fuck Jerry. And now I'll give you my <laughs> number three. My number three is a twofer because it was basically it was twofer? basically the same show, uh, the Flintstones and the Jetsons. Basically the same oh show. They're not basically the same show. One's in the past, one's in the future. You got a married couple. Two different shows. You got the kids. You got the friends. On both of them. Basically the same show. <laughs> okay. You know. Flintstones, Jetsons, number three. I, I, Jesus. Christ. You know, uh, uh, George Jetson was born in twenty. Um. Okay, my number three is the Animaniacs. When I think those were not French for somebody before, but uh, paid for paid contracts. All the all of the uh, all the different characters that had their different little mini shows within the show were all awesome. 
Slappy the Squirrel, easily the worst of all of them, was still fucking good. Still hilarious. Uh, and uh, Pinky the Brain, amazing. The one that I find very Vasilevsky, very underrated. Chicken Boo, holy shit. So Dude, fucking is... funny. You, a, you guys might as well be speaking chicken. a different fucking language. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, if you ever want your kids to learn state capitals or yes. countries of the world, the world. Animaniacs are your go-to on YouTube. <laughs> go-to. Just YouTube, Animaniacs, uh, just... World. Yeah, I think the World one's better. That one's just such a good... feel like I, I got I, dropped on a different planet. I, I think Ryan can sing the Capitals song, like, by heart. Probably. It, it, he's amazing with it. Well, mine is... My number three is the grown-up version of the Animaniacs, and that is Looney Tunes. More specifically, Bugs Bunny, but I'll take any but any any kind of Looney Tunes, um, any Looney Tunes cartoons. I'm in. I'm watching. They were even even like the newer ones that you saw on ABC in the mornings, on on Sunday mornings. They were they were pretty good. But um, give me a classic Bugs Bunny cartoon. I'm all in. Classic. Did we did we do like top ten top five movies? No, definitely not. No. Then we have to break it down into Steve. I'm ready. With okay. comedy, I'm sorry. drama, I wanted... sports. I, I couldn't oh, remember. Wait, we... No, we did, we, did, we did sports movies. We did sports movies. Didn't we do sports movies? No, we've only done food. Five. We talk... food. We've talked about We've talked about top. We talked about sports okay. movies. Sports I, movies. But we, we didn't do a list. Five. But we didn't do a list. I only asked because I was going to say, where does Space Jam rank in your top five movies if Looney Tunes is so high up? It doesn't. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> All right, these are cartoon. I mean, it's it's complete. Like the Transformers movie was really really good, but it doesn't go in my list of movies. Like and the maybe, animated Transformers, maybe, maybe top, maybe top fifty and like animated movies. Yeah, it might it might hit there. You're talking about the animated Transformers movie, right? Not the Michael Bay movies. No, no, no. I'm, 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 we're, oh, okay, classic, classic. You got the touch. You got the power. Well, Optimus Prime died and Rodimus oh, Prime. God. Oh man, that was I, I think I cried. Everybody cried in that. Come on. That was, was like you're you're not you weren't a human if you didn't cry. No. No. All right. Back sorry. to the topic. Sorry. Number two. No, sorry. It's my, that was my that was my my uh fault there. Number two. One of my probably my favorite show growing up was I was like this young range rage wise. I had started watching the original was it the 60s show and then on on uh when i came home from school and then one day on saturday mornings they started putting on i think it was saturday morning cartoons they started putting on maybe after school though can't remember now uh batman the animated series the because we we used to play the 60s show when i was a kid so that's how i grew up learning batman and i was like this is kind of goofy but it was fun but then the animated series came on and it was so dark for a kid's show it was so gritty and like it really encompassed gotham city you had mark hamill as like the joker voice joker just unbelievable like it was such a good show and every episode was you know really like a different character different bad guys and like it was very episodic but it it was just such a great show and i remember watching that and being like such a huge fan of batman from that you know that just that era of, of watching that for soap for when I was a kid, but man, it was, it, it left an impression on me. I was, I love that, that show so much. It was such a good one. I thought you were going to say like Captain Caveman or Grape Ape or something, but mm. 
Great, babe. Great, babe. Number two for me, and, and I was surprised Tom had this so low, and Bill, I don't even think, had this on his list, is Transformers. Classic. Yeah, I'm just shocked it's so low on your list. It's not so low. It's in the top five. <laughs> yes, but it's so low. It was number five, wasn't it? Yeah, but it's ahead and of Family so Guy. Low it's ahead on of your list. It's ahead of a, you know, a lot of cartoons that were. Yes, I just said I was surprised it was so low on your list. That's all I said. And speaking of the Transformers question, what people would call Transformers, everything that, for the record, everything, every toy in my house was a Transformer, whether it was actually Transformers, <laughs> whether it was GoBots, whether it was Voltron, whether it was a mask vehicle, they were all Transformers. Uh, they were all, they were all Transformers. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and I assume that was when they were referenced to uh, Bill, come clean up your fucking Transformers. That's, I believe. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, she didn't use the, the, the F word as much as, as she would work in the S word a lot. <laughs> I even had the dinosaur transformers. Oh, man. They were awesome. And Devastator with the construction material. Okay. Devastator was fun. Yeah, well, it was number five on your list. So why don't you Devastator shut the fuck up so Bill can talk? <laughs> so my number two uh, is Tom's number three. It's Looney Tunes. That was my number two cartoon. Uh, Bugs and Marvin the Martian and Pepe Le Pew and all those classic guys the the mel blanc voice and, and all those shows uh, 70 Sam. i mean goddamn funny shit goddamn goddamn watch me dive in not into this big pool of water but in this ordinary drinking glass sorry you you said yosemite sam and i i, I thought of that bugs bunny episode where he was on the high diving after. okay um, this is why the show is an hour and a half my 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 number <laughs> and i love every second yeah my number two got everything i made i made the sword out of cardboard you love I, it because you only listen to it one time i've got to listen to it several times <laughs> he-man number two he-man he-man number two for tom great he-man number two by the power of gray skull now we get to the not debatables Damn. not well the, i think number no. I, before we get to number one i'm going to tell you right now I think multiple people have the same number one, so it's not going to be debatable. Go ahead. We'll Nick. see. Won't be me. Uh, no, and Nick's going to come out with some sure. fucking <laughs> dark comedy hentai something. <laughs> is it? Is well, it? Is it? Is it hentai? Can, can no, it's not. Lie? No, it's not. I'll I'll send you a link later though, Tom. Nick Nick's <laughs> number one is Fran Drescher, the animated series. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a thing? Hey! <laughs> Why you should say that for Netflix impressions? <laughs> it might not have been a thing, but Netflix has just picked it up for a twenty-episode series. Hi, boys! How you doing? Oh. The fuck is? Was I thought it was. Uh, you I thought you were done with me, but I'm back. <laughs> All right, that was a great Gilbert Godfrey impression. But holy shit! <laughs> All right. My number one is um, probably not on any of your lists. Um, show I grew up watching and uh, in the seventh, eighth grade. So I don't know, well, 14, 13, 14. Uh, another, uh, it's a show called Exo Squad. I don't know if you ever saw it, but it was a uh, basically a very interesting uh, sci fi cartoon show. It lasted two seasons, it was like 60 episodes, but it was, um, it was really, really good. 
it uh what essentially was this on it was on channel 11 it was on really early in the morning really? it was like at yeah yeah i used to watch for school every day i get up at you know i don't know whatever time and watch. no i get up, i think i have like like 6 50 jumped in the shower got out watched for from 7 to 7 30 and then, my, and then went to then got dressed and did everything else i do got the house um but uh yeah it was about um so i don't know if you guys know uh anything uh, about it no we don't <laughs> no i was gonna say that um have you, did, you ever, did any of you guys watch Battlestar Galactica, the, the newer version of it? Billy, new... Billy's your only hope here. No, no. Okay. All right. So anyway, the story is really, really simple. It's like they've, it's like 150 years in the future. Mankind's like moved on to like Venus and Mars, and ter- they're terraforming the planets. Blah blah. Anyway, they they developed a whole race of people that are going to work for them. They're just basically like. Slaves. Um, what are they? The, that's a good um, idea. They, the Gozers? The Gobers? What are they on yeah. the on the uh and they, they make them so that they're like really strong, really really intelligent, um, but they like they're subservient. And long story short, the uh they Wait. rebel. They rebel and take kick kick every, basically they just take everybody over and then the whole story is about the 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 you know Terrans uh try and take away take back their their uh the planets and all this stuff and you know it's a really uh really really good show it was like really crazy because it was a show that was on seven o'clock in the morning and it was like all this uh you know uh, uh themes in the show were about like racism and you know um uh, like genocide or all, all this class war it was really really like deep and it but and i remember like certain episodes were like were really really um interesting and like how they had just like some really personal things with some of the characters and it was like nuts to me like being such an early show and you know it was a cartoon it had it was basically a cartoon from like the 90s where they created a bunch of toys sold them with you know just like every other show from the 90s and 80s um but it was like it was really interesting um it, it wasn't and, something light and airy at seven o'clock no, in the morning totally opposite and it was all about war and like the effects of war and you know it was so much of like these deep themes throughout every episode it was really uh, an impressive show um but it didn't really last too long lasted uh, like two and a half years uh somehow they made like 39 episodes in the second season i don't know how the hell they'd make that happen but um but it got canceled uh, it was made by universal um and then i guess they had some downturn in terms of their uh, overall like budget and cut the show and that was it but mm-hmm. it was a fantastic show uh, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of mine either. My number one. Um, it's it was a show called GI Joe. I don't. Did you ever hear about it? Real American Heroes. That one. Yeah, I'm don't roughly know. vaguely familiar with that. Okay, so yeah, that was my number one. It was a. It was about um, good versus evil. <laughs> oh, wow! Yeah. Laser beams. Lots of laser beams. Yeah. <laughs> what did Bat stand for? Do you remember? No. B A T T, the bad guys. Did you even watch the show? God damn it! The bad guys were cobras. Yeah. No, they had the, the robotic, the robot guys that were with them, the bats. No. Nick, somebody wants to talk to you. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, Bill, Bill, go ahead. <laughs> but I don't know what Batman. Um, Trust right, me, he's looking number. it up. <laughs> okay. I didn't know there was going to be trivia involved with this list my number one is futurama um 
it was a uh, a, a comedy. I mean, just a, a show that it was just a great comedy, and and in fact, you know, when I when I think back to that era, like I mean, it, it's it's pretty much the only network comedy, cartoon or otherwise that I would watch religiously in the last twenty five years. I mean, uh, that that and uh, Thirty Rock, I think, are the two comedies that i watched on that was on fox Netflix. right futurama was fox it was yeah it was fox um so i mean it was i mean it was really it was a cartoon because it needed to be because of the imagination of the all the stuff in the future um but a, a really well-written comedy with incredible talent uh, billy west is uh, i mean a uh, utterly amazing voice talent um and uh and, it, and just the, the whole all the characters were just really interesting um, and great. All sorts of different kinds of stories. Um, so a uh, little bit of a love story, a little bit of, uh, you know, just really, it, it was a show that had a, a lot of heart, but just was also extremely irreverent and, and so my favorite cartoon. Wow. I was wrong. Nobody has the same number ones. Mine, classic. I watched every episode religiously of this um, as often as I could, and that was Voltron. Voltron was my number one cartoon growing up. It's a good one. Did you end up watching the new, the new series on Netflix? No. You should. It's, it's really good. No, I watched the old ones on YouTube. I mean, uh, understandable. Okay. Uh, Bill, did you... How did you do you remember like the Jurassic Park episode for drama? Um, more trivia, the one with the dog. Yes, yes. When, when I when I said that, that there was a lot of heart in that show, that, that was definitely one of the episodes that stuck out in my mind. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't watched that show in a long time, but all you have to do is watch the episode one time, and you're like, okay, this fucking show. If you ever owned a pet, you're gonna fucking cry, <laughs> you are gonna fucking cry. Even if you didn't want to pick, you're probably going to fucking cry. Probably going to cry anyway. And no. No. What do you mean? What do you mean? I mean, there's other things going on in the NHL that we, we, we should talk about, right? But it's we're an hour and ten minutes in already. Yeah, and uh, we'll, we'll keep it very brief about what's going on in the other playoff series. Well, one of them's over, right? The Lightning beat the uh, the Florida Panthers in a sweep. Which was my uh, what a God. fucking joke, Florida. I really didn't think, I mean, wow. look, you, you trade for Ben Chirot, you trade for Claude Giroux at the deadline. You should go a little deeper than getting swept in the second round by the uh, by the Tampa. They have they have in the next two years, oh. they have one pick Oof. in the first, second, or third round, Eesh. and it's a second rounder next year. And it's not like Florida. It's not like the Panthers are a big market team, so you can see a lot of these players no. are going to be in Arizona. They're going to be. They're going to be in Kansas City. <laughs> you th- what? You think they're going to move to Kansas City? They're going to move to Kansas City. Uh, if Arizona didn't move to Kansas City, nobody is. Nobody is. No. Nobody is. And this, uh, this Calgary Edmonton series is uh, kind of a little bit of a shocker to me. Yeah. You know, Edmonton's now up two nothing in the first period, and about to, could potentially go up three one in the series. Shocking. I don't get it. Calgary's that's Connor. That's so Connor McDavid saying, "I will not be beaten." And, and and he's 
found this magic with Evander Kane. It's unbelievable. That's it's just, have it's money surprising. I mean, how many goals did they have in that one game? It was like nine goals or something. In yeah, the, the first game. First that was game. a game they lost. Yeah. Oh yeah, they 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 gave up nine. It was six they had or something. Yeah, and they've been. I, they've really gotten Calgary off their game. They're, it's completely evident they're just playing at a different level right now. And if they win this game, I don't know. I don't know how yeah, Calgary's going to be. Back. It's, it's going to yeah. be tough to come back and beat them three times. <clears throat> well, it, it can be done, of course, but <laughs> it, it's going to be tough. They could pull a Toronto special here and just, uh, you know, <laughs> fuck themselves <laughs> over that way. But hey, you know what's interesting? Uh, Tampa win. Tampa wins the series. This is the tenth straight series they've won. The record held by the Islanders in the eighties is nineteen. They are wow. just over half the halfway point. That's a pretty impressive amount of series in a row to win. Yeah. Just no matter how if how this playoff ends up, they they they're getting close to a dynasty, real close. And only the Islanders and the Canadians have ever won that many playoff series in a row besides them. They did Islanders, the only ones. They did it without point, too. Huh? Yeah, without, without point, yeah. Without yeah. point yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that's just testing to that team. That team is just, yeah. they're just built to win. We were talking about earlier, Carolina, not looking that real well-built for the playoffs. I don't disagree. I think certain teams just can do it all. They're a team that can do it all, and they keep drafting superstars. Kucherov, Point, come on. These guys just keep yeah. falling to them, and, and they're not like okay players. They're really you know, good. And it, and it did look like St. Louis was going to at least a little bit of a fight, and they did so in game three, but in, then in game four, they just got they just got obliterated. And that, I think that series is, uh, is over, what, tomorrow night? They play tomorrow night? Yeah. Wow. And that's it. Yeah. See, I told you it would go relatively quick. Why did you have to be all, all nutty? Because we've been on for an hour and 45 minutes already. It doesn't and matter how long the it's podcast time is. Time for trivia with as long Bill. As the content yeah. is good. Now, this is the wrong Bell. This one's going to be quick. Everybody's happy because you guys can't fuck around with this question. There's oh, literally shit. no way. Um, in what round of the NHL entry draft did the Columbus Blue Jackets select Cam Atkinson? You just got to tell me which number round it was. There's only a few choices. 13th 64. round. No. No, there's no. The, the actual draft only goes like six rounds. 13. Was it the, uh, oh, the seventh round? I just said 13. Uh, Wasn't it the uh, supplementary draft where they got awarded an extra pick because you know, uh, they suck so bad? Supplemental. Oh, good call, no. man. Wasn't a supplement. You guys want call. I, I promised Steve a fat trivia question. Do you want the multiple choice? No. Oh. What if there's only you... six rounds, we don't need the multiple choice because the multiple choice just is four. So you're only knocking out two rounds by giving us the multiple choice. So he wears number 13. That was a good choice. That was that was a good idea in round 13. So I'm gonna say round four. Uh round four is incorrect. One and three is four. So uh, round four is the answer. Thank you. Next. Round two. Nope. Cam Atkinson. 
I'm going to say round five. Nope. Round six. Steve got it. It's round six. <laughs> what a good question. Yeah, I told you we would speed through this one. Stupidest Fantastic. fucking book ever. What a dumb fucking question that was. Jesus Christ. I feel like when I, I want to be coming out with guys? the Friends and Rivals, the trivia book. We should, Bill, Bill, you should just make up your own book. You, at this rate, you're going to know all the, the trivia and you're going to do. You can make better questions. He knows a lot of trivia. It's all in his fucking head right now. He's got to bang it out. Just gotta got to sit at a typewriter and just... <laughs> I got lots more where George Jetson's birth year came from. <laughs> Man. Jesus Christ. He's going to go to... He's going to town. He's going to Harkness that shit. He's, yeah. fucking, he's riding that wave oh, yeah. as, as much as he can. Holy as gosh. well he should, God damn it. Wow. That was a that was a fucking gem. That was good. I, I knows, that was he good. knows one obscure factoid, and no, no, no. he's just going to say it every week. That was a fucking gem. All right, let's go to this date in Steve's stomach. Oh, that feels better. This was the greatest of the year of our Lord, two thousand and seventeen. Why is it so small? Hey, not in the book. The book. Oh. Um, he I don't said know, it just, was a good uh, size. Just got a smaller. They said it was girthy. Just got a smaller one. This like one. the back of a Volkswagen. A no libido to attack. <laughs> oh, second wow. scooter. Why, why does it sound like something you do in the bathroom? <laughs> Please go to September seventh. Let me guess: a chocolate covered pretzel. September seventh, nine was a Thursday. I had oh, I must have taken off this day, and we went to the Blue Water Grill for breakfast, where I had a pork roll and cheese sandwich and home fries. The Blue Water Grill, yes. Pork roll and cheese, or that is down in the Long Beach Island. Ah. So, pork roll and cheese sandwich, home fries on the side, not on the sandwich. Hold on, pork roll and cheese. Yes. There's no. What about the egg? I don't get egg when I get pork. He doesn't eat egg, nor does he drink coffee. I don't. I don't get egg on on uh, on my pork roll sandwich. Just that shitty pork roll and cheese. Nothing no gets egg. between my meat and me. What the fuck is that? Dinner was at Daddy-O's down Long Beach Island, uh, where we had a calamari appetizer, um, yeah, chicken right. sandwich and fries on the side, Diet Coke, and then ice cream at Skipper Dipper to wrap it up. You play mini golf too or no? Not on this particular day, no. Did we uh, wind up? Playing miniature golf at all that? Nope, 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 nope. Steve, we're an hour and 20 in. Let's go. Come on. Quick. Maybe no quick. miniature golf that maybe week. Quicker. Jesus Christ. Why did you pick the 7th of September this 2017? The greatest day that the National Hockey League has ever seen. Wayne Gretzky get traded? Paul Bissonnette retired from hockey. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you biz you fucking scumbag actually I, i've decided I, i've turned i've turned the page on paul i'm actually team biznet now no given his cares. detest for the rangers no one cares the biz nasty 
uh, he is the biggest scumbag going. And and I made it a point not to give him any publicity or anything. And, and this was, I, I, I wanted to come up with something creative for this. That's why I did it. Um, but the best way to get back at him is not to talk about him. Well, but but we did all, we, we just well, did I, I talk mean, about it, it. It was too topical not to do it. And it, was, it we was, just, so you just gave him publicity because any publicity is good publicity. Yeah, I, I guess so. But you know, I guess publicity about being a scumbag is good. So, okay. Did you, did you did you guys see the Sean Avery thing I, I passed around today? That was great. That was, that was hilarious. Come on, he's and he ended it. The ending was the greatest, where, he's, where he said, <laughs> "Fatty sister-in-law fucker didn't shake my hand." That was great. Said Pavin sucks and Fatty didn't shake my hand. And that was didn't shake my hand. Fucking great. I didn't want to. As soon as I saw that, I heard that part. I was like, I don't want to ruin it for you guys. You got to watch the end. That was That's, fucking great. That was fantastic. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Man. Second he best thing be Sean Avery did this year. Douchebag. He did something good this year. Well, yeah, he did that whole attempted comeback thing, which was fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that was that was it. That was an interesting seventy-two hours, wasn't it? That was forty-eight. It was less than that. Seventy-two. You're being nice. Holy crap. Well, that was our Eesh. super short episode of the Friends of Bibles podcast tonight. I hope you enjoyed it. I can't imagine you're still listening. Is there really nothing to do in the United Arab Emirates that no. you sit through this shit? <laughs> was Ren hot at least? Phil? Oh, dude, she was. She's uh, could obviously young enough to be my daughter. Uh, but yeah, I'm thinking like if if I was of a certain age and, and I met her under different circumstances, she, she we would have gotten along and she totally would have friend zoned me and I would have gotten nowhere. She, <laughs> yes. out of my way. she totally like, would have been a girl I obsessed over and didn't do anything about. Utterly, yeah, yeah, at my absolute best, yeah, I would have failed miserably. Uh, Edmonton up three nothing, by the way. Uh, don't forget to uh, follow us on the Twitter at friends underscore arrivals. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. I just checked. No one did. We will read them on the air if you want us to turn on notifications so you never miss an episode of the Friends and Rivals podcast. Billy, say something, Uh, There's no time. Tom, we're three hours and seven minutes into the podcast. Let's just skip this part. Really? No, hey, Jackie. another fucking George Jetson zinger? Nothing? <laughs> All right. Then I guess all we have to do left is for you to sing us out. Flyers fuck, flyers fuck, flyers fuck off.